Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode 19. Feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling really good, actually. I got this new hoodie that I like. Most of you guys are listening. If you are not watching, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Aaron Lynch Potter, The Mental Dietitian. Type it in. You actually get to see all the people that I've chatted to and all the podcasts that I've done. And it's this guy and some other people. And yeah, so this subject that I'm going to be talking about today is a very interesting one. And it's really based on the book that I've finished reading for the second time called The Lion Tracker's Guide to Life by Boyd Varty. Amazing, amazing book. This guy, basically, the book is is written in a way where the entire book from start to finish goes in and out of him and a man called Alex and a man called Rhenius tracking a lion through a um, safari park so they can let the safari park um, rangers know where they are so tourists can come see the lions. But before they bring it in, there's people that actually track the lions for hours and hours and hours. And it's written so beautifully because he'll he'll diverge from the journey of tracking this lion and show how we're all trackers of our own life and how to track in our own life. And it really goes to show that a lot of people think that they have to figure out the end destination before they start the journey. And he talked about this man, Rhenius, who is a he's Shangan. Shangan is, I think, one of the local tribes that is from South Africa that uh, used to be connected to the Zulus. Most people have heard of the Zulus. It's one of the most powerful warring tribes in the southern part of Africa. And the Shangan have a, a certain way of looking at life and a certain perspective. And that's what this man, Rhenius, um, he's originally Shungan and he grew up in the bush. He grew up, he's like a link to the old world and the new world. He talks about how a lot of people have kind of lost that sense. And as I sit here right now, I wish you could see it, but it'd be real screw around to turn the camera around. I'm sitting in an apartment building. I'm up on the fourth floor. I'm sitting across from another apartment building, which is, has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven floors. There's another one to my right, which has about six floors. And we're just so separated from nature now. We're so separated from it that we kind of lose a lot of these really beautiful internal instincts that humans have. And this man, Rainius, has this saying, and he was taught, he said it when he was tracking. And a lot of the book is based on this saying. It's a beautiful, beautiful saying. He says, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. 
I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. And he was talking about the tracks that the lions make. And all you have to do, and this is what he said, this is what Boyd Vardy said, the author, he said, all you have to do in life is find the next track. I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. With this podcast, I don't know where this is going to go, but I know exactly how I'm going to get there, which is by doing one thing at a time, finding the next best track in life. And life will keep showing you things. It'll keep bringing things into your awareness, which is the next track. There's things that you're passionate about. There's things that you love and there's things that you really want to do in your life that if you can follow those tracks, it will show, it will take you somewhere really, really beautiful. It's like kind of the magic mystery of life. But a lot of us are so closed off or a lot of us have so much trauma and bullshit from the past that some of those voices that are saying, oh, that's the next thing, uh, coming from a very wounded and unhealthy place. I know people that do it with girls, men that do it with women. They do it with women. That's the next best track. This track, this woman that I'm with now, not, not the thing. That one is the next best track. But what that voice is coming from is it's coming from a really unhealthy place, usually something to do with one of their parents, usually something to do with maybe not feeling loved. So they feel like they have to go feel loved and they have to, it's like attachment issues and things like that. What he was talking about in this book is outside of that, like this deep knowledge, this deep knowing of what you're meant to do. And I, for a long time, thought that you had to figure it all out first before you even started the journey. Okay, this is exactly where I want to go. And then I got to figure out how to get there. And it's not a bad way of thinking. A lot of people will be like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. I want to make it to the Olympics. And they're great goals. And it's not like you shouldn't set goals. But he kind of, he said it, he kind of gave us a different perspective with this book where sometimes you don't know where you're going. But if you just pay attention to the next track that life shows you, then you can get there. Sometimes you might lose your track. What you can do, what he says is you go, you go back to the, the last known track. And he said, what can this show up as in your life? It can show up as things like, for me, it's, it's doing what I'm doing right now. I don't have a script. I actually have no plan of what I'm going to say at all. None. All I do here is I know what kind of subject I want to talk about, which the subject today was tracking based on this book. And then I just talk and I lose track of time and it makes me feel good. And I feel very expansive and I feel good after coming out of doing these podcasts every time I do them for me that is a track. It's like life is like, hey, hey, man, you should probably do more of this, whatever this is. I feel that way when I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or martial arts. I also feel that way when I help somebody. I also feel that way when I talk about the Lord of the Rings because this, it's, it's like a very deep thing for me. It was part of my childhood. There's links to me making swords with my dad because my dad was a blacksmith. And there's all these things that when I do them or when I talk about them or when I, or going out in nature for me, 
or going to the gym or bodyboarding or snowboarding and things like that. There's all these things that like, that's my thing, that I love doing those things. So I have to go do more of that, right? That's the things that I have to do more of. And they're my, they're my tracks. And I love talking about this kind of stuff. So what am I trying to say? That life will show you these things. And it's like, what do you feel really, really good doing? It could be like in a certain conversation or in a certain situation, you feel really good. And there's something that's like in you that's like, this is it. This is what you need to do. More of this. And then the logical part of your brain is like, I don't know. There's no fucking job for this. Like, there's no job. It's like, here's the thing. Like, this is what Boyd Vardy was saying in his book. He's like, I created everything. He he was a life coach for many years. And he was also a lion tracker from being a teenager to a young man. He's like, how can I combine these things? He now has retreats where he brings people to Londolosi Reserve, which is where his reserve is in uh, South Africa. And he does life coaching retreats and things like that, but then helps people with tracking and tracking and trying to find the way back to their true self. And that's his, that's his thing that he's passionate about. So he combined it. Like he, what his point was is I created this job. I created this business from all the things that life had showed me, all the tracks that I've gone down in my life. And a lot of people, even my mom, I have this conversation with her. She is born in 1964. So she is 58. She's like, I, I still don't know what I want to do. Because we get asked our entire lives, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Hey, little Jimmy, when you grow up, what do you want to do? And these kids usually pick something that was in our box that we know. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a teacher. I want to be this. I want to be that. Good for you, little Jimmy. Well, I, I want to grow up and I want to be happy and fulfilled. Yeah, but like, what job is that? Well, that thing that makes him happy and fulfilled might not exist right now. It might not be a job or it might not have a title. So this book just really, really blew me away reading it for the second time. And I keep thinking about that saying, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. And even when you're listening right now or you hear that, pay attention to when you say that, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. What's the first thing that comes to mind? It, it, there could be something that comes to mind when I say that. There could be something that's like, hey, I kind of like that. I like traveling and I like making videos. Cool. Well, there's people that make millions and millions of dollars on YouTube and content creators that do that. And they created their dream life. But we live in a world that we can do things more than any other time in history based on our passions. Number one paid YouTuber in the world. I think it's an eight-year-old kid that reviewed toys, 30 mil a year. <laughs> think about people like Mr. Beast. If you don't know who Mr. Beast is, go YouTube Mr. Beast. He's got 
a lot of subscribers. Like I think he's the highest subscribed channel on YouTube. He spends about $4 million per video that he makes. And he just has ideas and he goes and does them. And they're so crazy. Um, person that stays on this, on this private island the longest wins it. He bought an island and just gave it to somebody. He made a real Willy Wonka's chocolate factory recently with a real chocolate river and then gave the factory, which was worth half a million dollars to the person who won the little challenge that he's filming. And he's been at it consistently for, I think he's been at it consistently for about 10 years. And what 10 years ago, it's funny how I said Jimmy, because that's his name. If, if, if his mom had been like, hey, little Jimmy, what do you want to be when you're older? I want to be a YouTuber. It just came out about 10 years ago. It was pretty early days for YouTube. They would have been like, no, 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 that's silly. Like, what job do you want to be? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be a doctor? What do you want to do? Tell me what job you want. So if you don't know what you want to do in your life, that's okay. Follow the next track. Follow the next track and it will take you somewhere amazing. And if you lose your track and you lose your way, go back to the last known track. And number two, read the book. Read the damn book. It's so good. I listened to it. I didn't read it. I listened to it. And it was just so good. And we're probably going to listen to it again. I keep thinking about it. And it's, it's such a good guiding perspective and a great way to live your life. Because if you kind of figure, if like, I know people that have been like, okay, for me, for example, I'm 29, I turn 30 in August 26. That's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Been on this planet for almost 30 years. And I know some people are like, 10 years ago, like by the time I'm 22, I'll graduate with my bachelor's degree. And then when I'm 26, I will have my master's degree and then I'll come out of master's. And then by the time I'm 29, I want to have my first child. And then by the time I'm 32, I want to have my second child. And then, and, and then I want to have, make sure I have a mortgage between that time. And then the kids will leave home in our fifties. And then we can sell our place and have a small place in Mexico. And it's just like, what? Where's the mystery of life? You're letting, you're not letting life happen. Life is something that should flow through us. Life happens for you. It doesn't happen to you. It's not something we can just grip and control and white knuckle and be like, no, it's going to be like this. Well, what if you got diagnosed with cancer when you're 32? Or your husband, you got two kids with cheats on you with your best friend that entire plan is now just shattered and life will throw things at you it will throw things at you like that it will throw you curveballs and every time you get thrown a curveball instead of being like why me be like life happens for me not to me so what am i trying to be taught right now what can i what can i get from this horrible situation what's the next track what's the next track here and it's just a beautiful book beautiful beautiful book i got to the end of that book and i was like man i want to go track a lion <laughs> i was like fuck that would be cool and he was talking about that there's something very primal within every human being of tracking 
And not everybody can track lines, of course, but we can all track things within our own life and track ourselves and find our way back to ourselves and who we truly are and what we truly want in this life. And yeah, do yourself a favor and read the book. Don't really have much to add to it, but I wanted to give you that perspective about following the next best track. And I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. Love you guys. Hope you enjoy this one. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street, just anybody at all, if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. And my Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter. And that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.